Hi guys, welcome to another edition of Gold Vizan. Today I'm joined by former team medley assistant coach Omida Namazi. Uh, he's currently coaching the men's U.S. National 18 side. He's going to give us his thoughts about the Group A that Iran is in for the Russia World Cup 2018. Hope you guys enjoy it. And it's a pleasure to have you on, Mr. Namazi. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thank you for having me on your program. Appreciate it. The first question I want to ask you is, as you know, obviously, the past four years, all right, now Iran has been drawn with the same teams, relatively the same teams as we had the four years ago. Um, I just want to quickly just get your quick thoughts on it, and um, if you see any changes or anything that you think that um, Karis will be making. No, uh, I think it's a very similar group, like you, you mentioned, uh, as four years ago. Uh, obviously, instead of um, Lebanon, there's Syria, and there's been a six-team added, which is China. But mm -hmm. the rest of the teams are pretty much the same. And I think the, the job at hand is, uh, is still very difficult, even though I think this is probably the easier group of the two. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, if, if we, for one second, think it's uh, it's an easy job to qualify for the World Cup, we're, we're, you know, mis we're mistaken in a big way. Uh, because, uh, as you know, football and the, and the differences between the countries have become smaller and smaller, and it's not easy to get results. My next question to you, Coach, is that looking at the context and looking at the way Kairos recruited foreign play, Iranian foreign players from abroad and bringing them in now, and looking at the current team we have right now in Iran, do you see any massive changes from the time that you're working alongside them four years ago? Till now, uh, yes, I actually do. I think uh, you know there's a crop of young players that are coming through mm -hmm. right now. It's a good generation of players that are uh, playing in the league in Iran. Uh, besides, you know, the couple players that in my time we brought into into the fold, such as Ashkan Dejaga and Reza uh, Gucci. Uh, now you have the Taremis of these the, the, of the world and. Uh, Torabis of the world. So these guys, the younger guys, added to that uh, younger crop of uh, dual na nationals, if you will. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll give Kairosha a good group to, uh, to work with. So uh, I think uh, we're this time much younger, uh, much more athletic, uh, but with a lot less experience. And looking at the past when you worked with him four years ago and the way he motivated these players in the dressing room, what do you do you see him giving now that he's gotten closer to the country, he knows the facility, he knows everything that is going on. Do you see him he's gonna have a different approach to getting these guys back to that level if he's if he's still willing to stay? Or is there some other um implementation do you think Harris is gonna implement on? No, I think his approach is gonna be the same. I think uh, Karosh is very cautious in his approach with, with every game. Uh, he believes that Iran, uh, and, and it's and it's a uh, realistic approach to things. Iran 
is probably weaker on the defensive side. So a lot of emphasis has been put on making sure that we're disciplined, we're uh, solid defensively, and then we're uh, we're good at transition and getting forward and counterattacking. And I think that's the approach he will take once again. Uh, and now with the youth he has and maybe more speed, uh, they can even be better. But again, uh, I think a lot of it comes down to how quickly these players become you know, uh, seasoned professionals and, and they understand the importance of these qualification games. He players out there that he's looking at, but uh, I think there's enough potential within the group that he has been working with that we should have a strong group. I mean, on the right side, he has a couple guys in Vuya Gafuri and mm-hmm. Ramin Rezaian. On the left side, he can always use Vahid Amiri on the left side. Uh, there's... You know, Pulati is still out there. I'm not sure what his status is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I think he has enough to work with. Uh, it's not like uh, he's he's lacking uh, in those two particular positions that you mentioned. So, and my next question to you is that we got from Twitter. Um, somebody by the name of Salman Falanchi um, has a question for you, Mr. Namazi, saying that from this group, who do you see is going to be the dark horse um, I, I still believe, uh, you know, Uzbekistan is, is a team that, you mm-hmm. know, people need to be wary about because uh, the, the, the players they have uh, are quality players and they play a very attractive, modern type of football and they're always going to give everybody a, a hard time. I mean, last time I think we were lucky to get a, to get a result <laughs> in Uzbekistan, uh, and, and then we lost to them in Iran. So those two games are going to be difficult games. Uh, I see them as being the dark horse of the of the uh, of the group. And there is another question that we have from social media: is that um, currently that you're coaching right now in the states? Um, has there been any notable Iranian American player that you've been working with that could potentially play for the United States? Uh, right now, the only. Iranian American that we have in our youth national team system here in America is a kid by the name of Amir Bashti, who is, uh, I believe, going into his sophomore year with Stanford. Uh, he's been with the U20 group uh, a couple of times and has shown some promises. Um, he still has, obviously, a lot of uh, work to do in order to mature into the, the finished product, but... Uh, he has the potential, so uh, that's the only one that uh, right now is in the field with, uh, with all of our youth national team players. Beautiful. And yeah, the last question that we have is from Param Al-Badavi, and he goes, um, is there, do you think we're going to have another special time like we did against South Korea in Seoul? With Gucci's goal, is there going to be another different scenario? Well, I mean, you know, again, it depends on uh, how, how the group plays out. But uh, uh, I see it coming down to the wire again, as it did last time. Hopefully, they, they put themselves in a situation where they don't have to win the last three games. And that's what we had to do the last time. We couldn't have any – there was no margin of error uh, for error. And, you know, uh, we were able to actually come out with three wins in a row. But that's not an easy task. So if you can avoid being in that kind of situation, that's best. But – at the same time, as I said, this is going to be another difficult qualification uh, process, and uh, we can't take any, any opponents lightly. 
And my last final question, Mr. Namazi, is that let's say that if Kairish does decide to leave Iran and with this great group of players he still has in the Iranian national team, do you think if it's either a domestic coach or another foreign coach, do you think this team is still capable of going to the World Cup? You know, it's a, that, that, that's a hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kairos is going anywhere, so you really <laughs> don't, don't need to go in, into that direction. I think he'll be there uh, for the duration, and, and hopefully we'll qualify the team for the World Cup. I appreciate giving us your time, Mr. Namazi. Greatly appreciate it. Sure, no problem. My pleasure.